0: we're going to turn our attention to my hometown of Baltimore, a city that's been the site of many significant historical events that have helped pave the way for our country's first African-American president as the birthplace of our national anthem. Baltimore is no stranger to first. And here to talk about some of the wonderful treasures of Charm City is Nancy Hines from the Baltimore Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Nancy, welcome to Traveling On.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
0: We are so happy to have you back, and anytime I get a chance to talk about Baltimore, it always makes me feel great. And Baltimore has so much to offer in terms of its history, in terms of attractions for those who really want to experience african-american history and african-american culture and it's got a lot of unique attractions and one of those places is the great blacks and wax museum which recently unveiled a statue a wax statue of president barack obama talk to us a little bit about some of those attractions uh such as the great blacks and wax museum in charm city
1: well the great blacks and wax museum is absolutely one of my favorites it's uh, it's up um a little bit north of the inner harbor if people are familiar with the inner harbor Harbor, and it is um, it is in several uh, row houses, and they it's got wax figures of um, uh, you know prominent African Americans, whether here in Baltimore or um, the country national uh, heroes, and it we just unveiled the Barack Obama president, I should say, Barack Obama. Um, wax figure right before his inauguration. And it mm. just is is a museum that you can really spend hours and hours walking down and reading, you know, the, the captions and the stories that go with each of the figures. And, you know, Baltimore's home, you know, we just celebrated last week a, a first for this country, and Baltimore is also home to the first um, Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall. And That's Thurgood, right. uh, Thurgood Marshall's uh, wax figure is also in in the Great
0: Blacks and Waxed, and let us not forget for those who fly into Baltimore now, the airport, uh, Baltimore Washington Thurgood Marshall Airport, now bears his name. So it's uh, it's a testament to his prominence in our history. Uh, another local guy, Reginald Lewis, who uh, who uh, built quite a quite a reputation as a Wall Street financier, uh, went to. Howard Law School and uh, Virginia State uh, uh, has a museum named after him that's closer to the heart of Baltimore's inner harbor, not too far from Little Italy. Tell us a little more about the Reginald Lewis Museum and what visitors can see there in that wonderful facility.
1: Well, it's, uh, the um, official name is the Reginald Lewis Museum of Maryland African American History, and it opened a few years ago. And as you said, it is right in a neighborhood that. Um, just uh, has started to thrive in Baltimore it didn't exist 10 years ago and um, it now is one of the hottest uh, neighborhoods in Baltimore it's called Harbor East and so mm-hmm. it's right on the edge of Harbor East which also has restaurants and hotels and shops and um, it really was started by this prominent businessman Reginald Lewis and um, which he has a great story to tell as well, a very inspiring story and it really celebrates Uh, Maryland African American history. And a block or two away from that, uh, in Fells Point, a neighborhood called Fells Point, which is right next to Harbor East, is the Frederick Douglass Isaac Myers Maritime Park. And um, that was the first um, black-owned shipyard in the United States. And they've been able to transform the um, shipyard and the buildings from the shipyard and turn them into this museum, so it's not as if they came around, ripped down everything and then started over, they really transformed um, a, former historic, uh, a former historic building, and obviously they had to build onto it because it was very small, but and then the, the tracks that took um, you know, that went into the water, those are still there, and that too is a very inspiring museum that you know, people could come to Baltimore, they could actually go uh, start up at the Great Blacks and Wax Museum in the morning come down to the harbor have lunch somewhere in Harbor East, go to the Reginald Lewis Museum, go to the Frederick Douglass Myers Museum, and have a wonderful day, and you would actually get a different experience at each place. Those three places do not offer the same experience. Everything is different
2: and And then you know if they 're visiting in February, they can go walk a little bit further up the harbor towards uh Camden Yards or what have you to uh, to experience the Black Heritage Art Show, which is being held at the Washington Convention Center. Tell us a little bit about what uh, folks who may be visiting february twenty through the twenty second what they might experience there
1: well most days today is not doesn 't happen to be one of them, but most. days, Baltimore has very mild weather for the winter in terms of <laughs> typical winter weather. So uh, even if you're in the, in February, it doesn't mean it's going to be 10 degrees. It may be, but for the most part, it's a very mild winter here. So, you know, it's, it's a city that is very easily, um, you can walk just about everywhere, uh, depending on the temperature. In the summertime, springtime, fall, you can walk everywhere. Um, almost everywhere. But, you know, in the wintertime, it depends on the temperature. But you can really, um, you know, right next to our convention center, you mentioned Washington Convention Center, is um, Sports Legends at, at Camden Yards and the Jeppies Entertainment Museum, which are in an old historic um, uh, railroad depot, a train depot, where um, it was the first site of uh, the bloodshed of the Civil War. And it's also... Um, Abraham, President Abraham Lincoln passed through there a number of times. One when he was giving the Gettysburg Address, and the sp- sports legends is you know celebrates Maryland sports, so everybody knows Michael Phelps. You know they have um, displays about him, Cal Ripken, who's uh, um, a Maryland homegrown hero. Uh, we claim him as Baltimore. He's from uh, Harford County, um, which is part of Maryland. He's a Hall of Famer, Johnny Unitas. Everybody knows Johnny Unitas. And then upstairs is the Jiffy's Entertainment Museum, which is um, celebrates pop culture. So how pop culture in 1920 in, um, influenced uh, pop culture of today. And that is fascinating. And you could spend the entire day at both of those museums.
0: Now, one of the great things about Baltimore is that we know a lot about uh, about the historic contributions of so many figures, but there are, are a lot of institutions in the city uh, from the historically black colleges and universities there, such as Morgan State University, Coppin State College, uh, and also the most prominent civil rights organization, the NAACP, maintains its headquarters in northwest Baltimore. So these other attractions bring a, a different part of the uh, black experience alive for those who want to come and visit Baltimore. Talk to us about some of those other aspects that make Baltimore unique in this regard.
1: Well, as you um, mentioned, Baltimore is home to the uh, NAACP. And the NAACP is actually celebrating its uh, 100th anniversary this year. So there will be a number of events planned throughout the year to mark that um, milestone. You also, Baltimore is a city with a very large uh, student population. So uh, in addition to Morgan State and Coppin State uh, universities, you have other colleges throughout the city and along the city line that bring students into the city. And, um, you know, Loyola, you have University of Maryland, Baltimore County, you have a number of um, institutions, as well as Johns Hopkins and the University of Maryland, where you um, not only medical schools, but you have biotech facilities where a lot of these students then, you know, are using the biotech facilities. And so it's a, it's a very, um, you know, a city with a lot of energy for young kids, a city with a lot of opportunities for young kids in terms of biotech, whichever field they decide to go in. And um, Morgan State and Coppin are a very prominent part of that.
2: And, Nancy, I, I know annually Baltimore hosts the African-American Heritage Festival. When is that held and and where? Uh, and is there a website where people can go online to learn a little bit more about it?
1: Uh, yes, it's a great um uh, festival here in Baltimore. It's one of our largest. And uh, the website is www.aahf. So aahappyfrank.net um, And it is held in the early summer, so June and July. So I would uh, encourage your listeners to go to the website, get the exact dates, and um, you know they'll be able to see the music and the acts that are playing and what's involved with the festival. But it's a great festival that we have that draws people not only here in maryland but you know from up and down the east coast that come to celebrate there's music there's food there's dancing there are you know educational components and it just has really grown over the years it's only you know it's it hasn't been around that long it's not a festival that's been around for 50 years and it really has grown um tremendously over the past few years
2: now, does Baltimore, uh, does your tourism uh, have a website too, where people can go to learn all about all of the uh, uh, events that are occurring during the year?
1: We do. It's uh, www.baltimore.org.
0: Nancy, and uh, before we close here, I know the uh, the Convention Bureau is uh, in the process of uh, putting out a, a new multicultural guide that highlights n- not only African American uh... culture in the city but also the the culture of many other groups talk to us about this guide and 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 what uh, the city is hoping to accomplish with this in terms of growing tourism
1: Yeah, we are very excited about this new guide. This we've had a African American heritage and attractions guide, and um, you know it's very popular. They you know go off the shelves whenever we put them up down at the visitor center. But this is the first year that we've developed a multicultural guide, so it speaks to a number of different audiences, and it really talks about the museums that would be of interest, the festivals, the neighborhoods, the food, the people, the music, and it just you know we have a growing multicultural cultural community here in baltimore not just african-american but hispanic asian and so we want to make sure that the, you know visitors who come in there they know where to go they know what would be of interest to them um you know we have a lot of friends and family that come in to visit and we want them to experience the city and and really um uh, get a feel for the culture that's in this city we have a rich culture rich ethnic background a rich her- ethnic heritage and so this guide helps us celebrate that
2: Wonderful. We look forward to uh, that guide's release, and we thank you very much for joining us today.